0: Welcome back to the Dual Alliance podcast with your host, Alicia Solomon and Megan Hines, where we talk all things to challenge. This week, we are finally putting a wrap on the double agent season because Lord knows it's been a long one. And last week, we dubbed it 100 years of double agents. So we're going to just wrap this reviewing part two up. And yeah. (laughs) I feel
1: like we just four scores in 20 years ago we started off watching the challenge double agents and we are finally here ladies and gentlemen and i could not be more excited because the season was a dud. it was very much up and down and more down than up and i'm just glad that we can get you know just wrap it up b wrap it up this is like almost half a year that we've been watching this show (laughs) I'm ew do realizing. not say that out loud don't say that out
0: loud all right so we come back into part two of the reunion off the cliffhanger of the ct nelson like lingering thing with fessy and off the top of the show we talk about nelson getting blindsided in the infamous moment of the season um and they show fessy telling toy when they're walking up to the elimination hall hey send me in send me in and yeah that's how we start this episode basically
1: i mean more fessy I, can you tell in my voice how excited i am to talk about this so excited okay this whole nelson fessy thing it was just more of an opener in fessy and who he is and it just did not come off any better like i feel like he made himself look worse uh the last hour, it was just a whole lot of fussy nonsense. And then this just compacted it. Okay. So Nelson pretty much explained that Fussy and Nelson were going to go into business together. Fessy backed out. And then I guess he didn't really uh, communicate well with him in terms of him backing out and all that stuff. So they kind of fell out. They didn't speak. And then Fessy texted him on his birthday apparently and <laughs> wrote him a long <laughs> essay apologizing and I guess wishing him a happy birthday and then about a couple of months later they went on the show texting Are we good? He said Yeah and then they went on the show and then Fussy trumpled over his friend. There's that. Um, and Fessy was just he at first he was accepting of what Nelson was saying, but then he decided to say Nelson was playing victim. And this is where I got lost because Nelson was the victim. So I don't think he's playing. Like, you can't play possum if you're really a possum, my nigga. Like, he was really down bad. Like, fucked him over. I I don't understand how he even thought, like, trying to excuse himself out of it, saying, oh, he's playing victim. And he was just doing what's best for him. Oh, God. This man gives me a freaking headache.
0: It just didn't make sense. Like, and he, there wasn't even an actual genuine apology. Because like, Nelson said, you didn't call me. You didn't do this and that. And I felt Nelson 100% in his frustrations with Fessy. And I don't like how Josh has been his lapdog this whole episode too. But we'll get to that later. It's just Fessy was just doing the most and not taking accountability for his actions and pinning it mostly off on Nelson. And in the context of the game and what happened, that didn't need to happen. Fatty did not have to put himself in against Nelson for what like I get that yeah both Josh and Nelson who you were cool with one of them could have gone home that week you didn't need to insert yourself into that and fuck over Nelson like what was the reason for why you actually did that it's because you're a selfish man that's it I applaud you for acknowledging that you were selfish in that moment but you haven't Done or said anything now that helps your case. And I'm I'm honestly kind of glad that they're not friends anymore. And I just hope that next time Nelson and Corey are noted to note because Corey also did say that they held Bessie to a higher standard that they do with one another. I get y'all got close, but y'all need to move better in accordance with people that you just meet on these shows because at the end of the day some of y'all are just work friends and that's what they were sometimes i differentiate work friend versus personal personal friend you know
1: you explained it well corey said he is not cut from the same cloth as him and nelson and that is completely true and we see him during his fake ass apology during the show after the show on social media we've seen it time and time again Literally, there's nothing more that we can say that Fessy hasn't already said about himself. He has shown his ass for the world to see. And I do not care for him. So the end.
0: Yeah. And I was, it's funny, his he was talking about his thought process. He was like, if it was Devin or Kyle, I would have been cool. If it was Josh versus Nelson, I would have been sad because one of my quote unquote friends would be going home. And then when it was like, then he put himself in a situation. And he's like, oh go to school it's coming I'm coming to catch you are you dumb or are you just really dumb
1: it's so early in the game it was so early in the game that he did that that it was just like it didn't make any sense and it just showed how selfish he was thinking he was not thinking about anyone else but himself it happened so early on like dude you did not have to move like that but again he's just not of that same ilk of Corey and Nelson or anybody else really in the house besides Josh and Casey like I see why they get along so well because they are three peas in a fucking pod like they all mix well together so whatever we'll see how this works continuing forward you know he was just very overconfident and arrogant as well like talking about how he went to two finals and he's just this physical guy and everyone's so scared and like bro we've seen you twice fall out twice in two different finals like you have not shown anything and he was trying to say that it was for more like the fans that were online and the challenge fans online are a little intense and when I say a little I mean a lot um so I get why he was trying to maybe you know protect himself but at the end of the day he just he (sighs) he is just a shitty person that's all I'm gonna say like, you just shown, like, your character, is in the gutter.
0: And like Devin said, and he got pushed back for this from Fessy and Josh, Devin said, your apology should be as loud as the fuck, basically. And Fessy and Josh didn't get that. And I'm like, you know what? Just let it go, and they eventually did. But Devin has been a great worth reason this reunion. And I'm- that's the
1: thing, like Devin isn't dumb. He just does Devin things, and you just either have to accept it or you just hate it. I'm fine with Devin. Like he just, he just is who he is. Yeah.
0: And so after that, we go into what I wrote in my notes as the boys are fighting because we went through <laughs> what happened. In the different fights throughout the season, whether it was Josh being overprotective of Casey in regards to the yelling match of CT, or Lolo even yelling at Anissa for the not-so chokehold, and then Fessy giving a non-compliment to CT um at that party.
1: <laughs> so, what do you want to start? Because I mean, let's start with it- Casey and Josh and CT. Okay, because. Josh, this whole fucking, let me stop cursing, but Josh, this whole finale, again, he's another one who just showed who he is. He's just so messy. He wants to be in the mix so bad. And I don't like people like that because stay home, like mind your business and stay home. He had no business jumping into what Casey and CT had going on because they really weren't going into anything serious. Like they were semi, not even arguing, but just like fussing about you know, what they were doing. Like, they were minding their own business and having their own conversation. And Josh has to jump in because for what? He just likes to be in the mix. And his whole reasoning, like, I have to defend Casey. You don't have to defend anybody. How about you mind your business? Like, I, it's so simple that when he tries to explain it, it just sounds like, want, 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 want. Like, you're not saying anything because you're not adding anything to it. Like, bro, just sit down and shut up. Mind your business. That's all you got to do. And this whole reunion, he was getting everybody. Amber B freaking at the end, he started crying. It was just like, yo, ugh, come on.
0: Casey's a grown woman. She can handle herself. And it was a lighthearted thing because like CT said, like, everybody was recognized that one soap and taking pieces out of that oven so you need to just shut up and stay in your lane because it wasn't that serious like we've been saying because
1: the thing is he noticed it after the fact he was like oh, i shouldn't have been yelling how i was and he hid behind the chair trying to be funny but it was like yeah that's you like I'm not play look at yourself i want you to take a good look at yourself correct the behavior <laughs> come back next season and don't do it again that's it you're gonna do it
0: again of it's, course it's inevitable
1: because he did it later <laughs> on in the episode so i don't even know what i'm talking about Listen. yeah
0: and then we saw a clip of lolo popping off at Anissa about the chokehold that was not a chokehold and anisa was basically like we were in the mud like i don't understand what you thought this was
1: i don't even want to spend that much time on lolo because she wasn't even here and so it's like water under the bridge. But Anissa was right. She didn't do anything outside of the rules. Lolo just didn't understand that it's a physical game and that people are going to do whatever it takes to get to win. That was just it. The end. Next fight. The non
0: compliment <laughs> that Fessy was trying to give to CT, and apparently we didn't see everything that was said. But look, what we saw, he was doing the most of
1: CT, and CT was justified at popping off of him. And that was his period. He also mentioned that he had never seen anything CT had done prior to the last two seasons that he was on. So all he was going off of was of word of mouth. And he just felt like, you know, everyone's so scared of CT. And, you know, he's just this big bad guy who's worth challenges and whatever, whatever. And he felt like, you know, he, he needed to show who he was. No, you don't. You really don't. Just, just, yeah. no, you don't. Like, if somebody is well-renowned and respected, I would just sit back and observe. I wouldn't start talking shit to that person. And the fact that he swore he was so humble and, you know, I'm humble and I'm this and I'm that. And, like, if he would never, and we saw you do it multiple times, including at that reunion, it was just funny to me that how he was trying to explain himself and then he would do the same thing. It's like, yo, are you even (laughs) noticing what's going on? Like... <laughs> I just I'm so lost by that man because he he literally lies out of one mouth and then he just says something else and then he just goes back. It's just like it's a conflict that he's having. I don't yeah. I don't get it.
0: Also, he saw only the Brother World Worlds um double season. One, whatever. Two, yeah. fiji won one of those seasons. So I don't understand how you're saying this man's overrated. Granted, like Rotterdroughs World 2 was a team thing. That man played a great game and he was still doing a thing. So you coming into this, and it's just very it's just very annoying. Like, don't speak on things that you don't know about. You come in here, you act like you're a big bad, but you're not. And you try to go at the person that can really mess with you, and that's CT. And CT's been doing this for a long time. That's why he's very renowned and respected because he has the years behind him. You're coming in all hot and doing whatever like sit down you've been to two of these finals and you finished last just sit down
1: he keeps mentioning like oh I've been in two finals and I've done two seasons and Corey had to pretty much let him know like listen that's all great but you still lost like you still are not a winner and so once you get over that hump which I don't want to pray for nobody's downfall but I just hope he don't win because if he ever wins he's going to drag that wind Worse than probably those fucking Celtics team. Like it's gonna be like <laughs> '09 Celtics all over again. I'm sorry. Oh wait, whatever they won that one championship is giving Kendrick Perkins on the jump. Like it's giving drag. It, it's just like, why are you keep bringing this up? Like why do you why do you bring this up at every opportunity? I feel like once Bessie gets over that hump, he is going to drag that baby out to the mud until the wheels can't fall off.
0: He's going to be insufferable on social media. Like, it's going to be a and lot. And he already is.
1: He already yes. is. So that's saying, that's saying something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Corey's like, if you had a little bit of humble pie, you'd be fine. And he's like, I am this. And my like, no, you're not. Like, your track record on this show, even on this past season, you've only beat guys who are smaller than you. How is that an accomplishment for whatever? Like, yeah, you got a skull and you, like, made it to the final, but you've beaten guys that normally would not be able to beat you. Like, I don't understand your logic.
1: But just the way he loses and the way he plays some of his games, it's like you cannot think of yourself as this well-rounded player when you don't show that. Like, you don't eat. You quit on people. You're selfish. It's like, all right, something's got to give. You can't just be trying to run down people, and that's just it. And, and it's really not. That's why he hasn't won. That's why he probably would not continue to win because he does not know the game. That's it.
0: And he's also not the man, okay? Because you keep proving, trying to prove yourself to the fans, not yourself. Um, and I get like people, quote unquote, are discrediting your abilities. But what have you shown aside from being big?
1: That's also something he mentioned. He said mm-hmm. he, he's, he has to work on it because he was insecure. Chow, you need a therapist. You got to work through some things because bringing that here and and then trying to excuse yourself over on social media to other people, it's like you don't owe anybody anything, but it's just the way that you carry yourself. It's what the problem is. And he does not see that. And if he does, he gives a half ass apology. Listen, keep it. Just keep it.
0: Yeah, and then we go into the quote-unquote sneaky and untrustworthy players as we get to Kyle and Amber B, and they show like, Kyle getting played by Leroy's paranoia in that um, move, and then we have to talk about Amber B's little situation with um, little Amber and Gabby and Big T and apparently everybody else says she's quote-unquote lied to.
1: Which, okay. I don't know why they didn't show any of this because they just showed the Amber M and Ember V clip and the Gabby situation. And it was like, if she's such this big liar, this big, big, you know, like this whole larger than life character that they made her seem like, then why not show it? I, I don't understand. Um, it it seemed like Amber M just could not get off of her voting, voting for her and Big T also mentioned that she voted in ways that she lied to her about, um, that she found out after the fact. I applaud Amber B for how she carried herself. Uh, I thought she did, you know, pretty well in terms of speaking her, her piece and her truth and how she wanted to play the game. And ultimately, she just said, listen, I was a rookie. I wasn't about to just put my hands in a whole bunch of other rookies' hands. I listened to my partner, Darrell. I did what I needed to do for myself. And they ultimately won. She should have just left it at that. I feel like Amber M was just trying to just pick at her because she kind of felt like, well, maybe she's weak in in some kind of way. Like it just gave very much like she was just picking and picking and picking. It didn't need to. Like it was all picked out, girl. She ain't need to get picked anymore. Bottom line is she won the game. So whether she lied to you or not or whatever, if you see how she's moving, all right, cool. But then that's it. Like you don't have to go any further. If she went on social media she went on this she went on that it was just like a lot like i just felt bad for amber b because it's like why are y'all even trying to go through this this whole i don't know are they not showing us anything like yeah because like it was one instance
0: that she lied to them one instance that we thought that she lied that was it and then after that y'all gonna rule her as like a whole liar in the fame to her character basically and give her whole characterization for her y'all don't know her personally like that y'all were just cool in this game and that's what y'all gotta learn how to navigate because on this show y'all take stuff not personally because what she did wasn't personal it was just purely in the confines of the game people lie to each other in the game a lot a lot of people when i said like she said lie in the game and josh you probably like to people too, so don't be playing like you don't like people. And I understand Amber B's frustration so like, what else do y'all want from her? Like, she's apologized multiple times to her about this. Like, at this point, just let it go. Because, Amber M, you're probably not going to get
1: a call again on the show. I feel like this was her one shining moment. She had to just let it be known that, you know, she... Doesn't take any shit. And Amber B was just lying. And it was just like, all right, girl, weird hill to die on, but go off. Like, I don't know what else to say. And for the fact that Gabby also felt that way and then Big T kind of trumped it at the end, I was like, all right. Like, they didn't show things that we didn't see, I guess, but Amber B had a right to defend herself. And bottom line is that she won the game. She played the game for herself. I think Corey mentioned it. The game, as much as it was partners, it was individual at the same time. And so she had to play for herself. That was it. It was like, even though she was in the Big Brother Alliance and the Rookie Alliance, she needed to be doing what was best for her. That was it. And yeah, I just didn't like that Amber M segment. It was, it was a lot.
0: It really felt like being girlish on Amber B and I didn't like that. Like Amber B did not deserve like that treatment. I felt her when she started crying. So I'm like, I understand. And Anissa said something about that. I'm like, Anissa, be quiet. We don't need to hear you anyways. And then um, that's crossing over a little bit of the Kyle stuff. Um, I would just say I applaud Leroy for taking accountability in manning up about his actions of Kyle because Kyle still felt away, but yeah.
1: I mean, Kyle also was trying to be funny and saying that he did not want Leroy to keep mentioning how he's a snake. And it's like, yo, you can't be trying to snake people. And when it happens to you, you get so upset. And when it comes back to the point that it's you who started it, You're all upset like, no, it wasn't me. You can't say that. You can't qualify. Yes, the fuck he can. You are the one who have been snaking people out since day fucking one. That's it. And Leroy, yes, he did play a paranoid game. He did not communicate properly with Cam and how they were going to execute it. At the end of the day, he still took responsibility for what he did. And that's it, Kyle. That's all you need to hear is that I'm sorry. I took responsibility for what I did. Move on. But Kyle trying to put qualifiers in like, you can't say that. You can't. Kyle. Shut them teeth up. Thanks. Skip Bailey's always got to figure
0: out a way to twist it. And that's what Kyle did. So. <laughs> and then we got to compromised agents, um, Devin and Nani. And I remember this instance on Twitter, which is, it was actually really funny because Devin was just reacting to see Nani and Leroy talk about him and Gabby winning that challenge. And he tweeted, shut up, Nani. And he was like, 10 seasons and no win." That was just a funny thing. It wasn't nothing to it. Like, they both have no hard feelings with one another. So this wasn't really
1: any beat. Again, grasping for straws at this point. <laughs> there was no need for this to even be brought up because it was clearly a joke. And, you know, Devin and Annie are fine. Like, it wasn't really serious. So, I mean, I could have glossed over this.
0: Next case. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of people that were not at the reunion, um, Teresa, but Jay was in attendance for the reunion, and they talked about Teresa's master plans and the way they're moving to get Ashley out the house. That whole thing, I'm like, I was confused, but not really. I'm like, I didn't, I like mix of emotions with it, basically, because like Corey Ashley said it was a smart game plan to get her out by Teresa, but Jay just got stuck under teresa's plan and didn't really like have a backbone in the
1: sense All right so ultimately he should have just told Corey what was happening whether cory went to relate that to ashley or not is another issue but jay just felt like he had to have a supreme loyalty to teresa because that was his partner which i get like if teresa wants to go with this plan and this is your partner then that's cool but again this is an individual game at some point you have to play for yourself and you can't just burn alliances for a partner just for one season. And at this instance, Jay should have, you know, had some kind of street sense and saying like, yo, I'm going to tell my man X, Y, and Z is happening. Um, but I'm going to allow her to play her move. And that's all you have to do instead of blindsiding them. Now screwing over a, a future number in your alliance and just making it harder for yourself in the future seasons like this is a, just a learning lesson for jay cory said he's not trusting anyone from survivor anymore we'll see how that works but that was it it was just a learning lesson it wasn't really anything like it wasn't anything that he could do because he took responsibility and saying like yo i should have just told cory yeah. was happening and that's really all they needed to hear because it's true that's that's it
0: yeah. Then Josh has to get his two cents in. Like, that's why I can't trust Jay because I had a gut feeling about him. Boy, you just don't like him. That's it. You don't like Jay. Like, you fret like you will like him, but you don't. Jay said he had you in case he's back. He was in y'all's alliance too. So, but he was just at the bottom. So I'm like, how can you say you can't trust this man? You had a gut feeling, but he didn't do anything to you.
1: Josh be just chatting. Like, Josh just him and Fessy <laughs> are cut from the same cloth. <laughs> Whatever cloth that is, it needs to burn because it didn't make any sense for Josh to even jump in and saying, oh, I can't, I didn't, that's why I didn't trust you. I had a gut feeling. Who are you, Miss Cleo? Like, what gut feeling did you even have about Jay? You didn't even say nothing the whole time. Like, shut up. He just wants to be heard. Like, shut up. (laughs) Josh has
0: had, like we said, like Josh has something to say about everything and we didn't need it. And then we got to another set of compromised agents, which was Darrell and CT. And it was basically Darrell's uh, tweet about him not trusting CT. And I'm like, I embraced- remember, I think we talked about that tweet too when yeah. it happened. And I'm like, Darrell, <laughs> how are you getting some mess? But it wasn't even mess. It was like, no. in this moment, he didn't trust CT because of how CT was woman in the house. And yeah, they're cool, but he just wasn't messing with it.
1: And Darrell said, like, this was more for the fans who kept coming at him and saying how he needed to protect CT. And it was like, no, he didn't, because he literally just said his name to go into elimination. And even if he didn't know that at the time, once CT told him that, it's like, all right, game on. I'm definitely not about to be, like, in some kind of, like, Cahoots with you, like I'm just gonna do my own thing. Darrell was absolutely right. He just told oh, the fans he was just like, "Shut the hell up!" Like I'm gonna play how I wanna play, <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I just loved it because he's right. Like, what is he gonna do? Why would he protect CT if CT is literally trying to get him in?
0: No reason. And then like CT was trying to put it on Leeward that like, your man's um what against you. Of course he has to do that. Like it's no hard feelings between both of them. Yeah and then we got to teresa's tweet um which was another compromised issue she basically compared her toddlers being entertaining to the challengers and vernon asked nani her thoughts, and she said she should just stay the fuck home
1: they just really wanted a moment for teresa and nani because once teresa was not there there's no reason to show her tweets like who gives a shit? And then you already know the response you're going to get from Nani because of the animosity that they had. So I just feel like they just wanted a moment to just put in there. It was, it was really no point in Nani even being asked about it, Teresa's tweet even being shown. It had no context. Like, I was just like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah, I could have, again, wrap it up, B. Wrap it up.
0: So we go to pick some respect. <laughs> on anissa's name and that whole thing because people are are not here for anissa and anissa is just like i'm just here so i won't get fined basically all
1: right don't make me laugh because all right this whole season we've been very up and down on anissa more down and up she was just giving down okay i respect anissa not saying that I don't. Okay, I respect Anissa and what she's done, and you know it's very admirable that she wants to you know be a face for people watching, which is also weird to me because who was the demographic she's talking about? Like, I don't know who's inspired. But if she is inspiring somebody out there, Godspeed. More on to Anissa's game. She has been at this point now 11-11 in elimination. She's five hundred, not giving. Uh, above average it's it's average at best okay the reason why people have looked at her as a layup have looked over her period, period she just does not execute all the time like Anissa has struggled this is not something that's made up this is not people just talking shit like we have witnessed this with our own eyes Anissa and especially this season as well I get it you know you win a couple dailies you kick some ass I was rooting for you. Like, we were all rooting for you when you were doing well and you were winning, okay? We were rooting for you, girl. It's when you started to get beside yourself because you thought you were more than what you were giving. It was just like the mad thing, mad thing. And I need for her to understand that even though she may not... And Tori tried to jump in, which I'm sick of fucking Tori. Can I just say, I'm sick of Tori and Anissa. Like, it was just, whoo, child. I was over watching that shit. But Anisa, your endurance isn't always there. Like your grit and whatever it is that she was trying to say, like, oh, she has this and she's still a badass missus and, this, this, and that. It's like, all right. It was once out of 12 weeks, maybe twice, that we've seen it. It wasn't every week. It wasn't consecutive. So I get that she's there. Kudos to you. You collecting a check. You're doing what you got to do. Make your money. I'm not mad, but don't get mad when somebody criticizes you because you're there and you're being open to be criticizing Lisa. I'm just saying, like she wants to act like everyone's just coming down on her for no fucking reason. Like we don't have eyes, sis. Like we are seeing this shit with our very own eyes. Please stop playing in our face. Thanks.
0: Yeah. And can also be at a point to like put yourself first in this game because like yeah, and Lisa- along her time on the show she's created friendships with people and whatnot but in the terms of the game she looks out for them a little bit too much where it's detrimental to her own game like she has like these loyalty to people and she wants everyone to win but root for your own self to win be a little dirty and play a solid game like pick yourself First, don't worry about implications of decisions that you may make during the week. Because at the end of the day, if your friendship with someone is strong enough outside the house, it's not gonna matter. Just work hard during the season, like every week. Like on the All-Star show, she's been doing
1: well. Like, where is that? Exactly. It's not like she doesn't have it in her. So that's what I say when we're when we say we're rooting for you. Like, girl, we can see it. But if you don't show it, then I'm not going to be with you. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not. It's just not there.
0: But yeah. And then of Tori, she was like, oh, I when i 30-30 and I was talking big shit about Andisa and she whipped my ass. Of course she did. Like, I don't and understand. And she did it a
1: second time. So, Tori, are you not embarrassed that you got shitted on twice by this lady? Like, I don't understand why she had to point that out.
0: It didn't need to be pointed out. Like, you like, should have no, just sat up. there and be quiet. And after that, they went into all different clips, and I just want to ask, what was one of your favorite challenge moments
1: from this season? As much as I hate to say it, it was definitely that argument where Fessy just decided to go really like urban and <laughs> show his hip hop advocacy. Like I just was like, this moment will live in my head forever, <laughs> referee, okay? Because <laughs> I need to, like, make that into a shirt. I need Puff to bring no bitch asses back. Like, somebody gotta bring it back for the culture, yeah. like, one time. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, this this season didn't even give us much, so it's not even much to come, like, look through. Mm-hmm. But for sure, when I think about this season, I just think <laughs> about that moment where he's just like, not your bitch ass. Not your bitch ass. And it's just like, whoa. Like, where did this you know urban flavor come from (laughs) yeah
0: wait so like after like we were after last week's recording and you put you put that tweet out i was asking people what a hip-hop advocate was (laughs) people were confused and they were trying to say like my one of my friends he was like if like you can know like the the bars and the history and stuff like and you're into it like that, then yeah. That's what they call a fan.
1: I, I don't know if yeah. I'm mistaken. Unless I'm an advocate too. And then, you know, we can all be advocates together. But from my understanding, <laughs> that's not <laughs> how that works. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice try. Yeah. But no.
0: People are so confused. Like, I even asked on the on the call that we like, to have every Monday. I asked, so like, they're like, I don't know. It's was like, well, <laughs> we're all confused together. I love it love it yeah I was like thinking about a moment from the season um honestly like I thought I had one but I don't remember it like like I really don't I honestly yeah I don't (laughs) I don't remember
1: Darrell has said something about apples to um what was it? Tangerine? Oh, okay. Or something that, like that?
0: I, I I think so. I don't. I think yeah. It has to be the
1: season. I think it has to be the season. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because that's why we got tangerine. So I'm say, Yeah. Um, him messing up the <laughs> tangerine and saying tangerine. Because <laughs> <laughs> that that moment does yeah. live forever. Because like now, yeah, I called a tangram a tangerine. Yeah. So, yeah, and then um. They end up showing the injuries from the season, and they brought in Nam um for a quick segment on an update on his back since he was medically disqualified from the season. And then they also showed Kyle getting his finger fucked up, and we got an update on that as well. And yeah, like yeah, a lot of injuries this season. Like in we had a whole like we had two in a challenge alone. Like in the yeah. challenge that Nicole and Liv got hurt in disqualified from so
1: and they weren't available for this either. Like we didn't even get an update on Liv, not on Nicole, Natalie, Leo, Michi. Like there was a lot of cast members that seemed to be missing and then they were brought up somehow into the show. It was just like, all right. I guess Um, the season was so long they couldn't even bring them together. Like Yeah.
0: Also we'll say it was nice to not have Wes on the reunion. I will say that. It was nice. I forgot
1: about (laughs) him too. He he was also missing too which yeah I guess so.
0: It was a little more quiet. Um.
1: It was. I mean, you still had Josh, but still. Yeah.
0: But yeah, like, mom is better now. It's still like a lingering thing, but it's better. And then Kyle's
1: finger is a little bit better. Like, it's a little. He said it's not all the way, though. Yeah. Yeah, because she showed it. He said it was not all the way. But injuries happen. I don't forgot who mentioned it, but they were just like, look, injuries happen in the house and no one comes back. Or leaves with their body like 100%. Like, that's just what it is. And that's what you're putting yourself on the line to do when you enter into the house. So it, it's yeah. with it.
0: And then we got to some funny moments from the season. um They went through another barrage of clips, which were Big T um, talking about Jacob, Jonathan, Joseph, <laughs> and Leo and Kyle's little wrestling matchup or whatever. And then ct's infamous shoe throw (laughs) on west and then josh's elimination with that medicine ball because that man could not use that for nothing
1: you know i think this time around there just wasn't that much material because i feel like when they do these reunion shows they give a little more insight into you know behind the fourth wall and, and things that we really did not see i feel like we only saw like maybe two clips that we didn't know about which was like just two hookups but other than that, it didn't really give any exclusive, like, footage or anything like that. As for those clips, I mean, they were, the, they were what they were at the time, and they're still going to be what they were. It wasn't anything new.
0: Yeah, like, I, I almost forgot about the shoe um, throw, because it was a it was long a time ago.
1: ago. Yeah. <laughs> it was literally last year. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But it was funny because, like, they got on Josh about him in that damn medicine ball because he couldn't do it. And he's like, I've been practicing and <laughs> being better. It's like that, that medicine ball was very
1: heavy. It was very heavy. Okay.
0: And then um, Amber brought, Amber B brought up um, a toy <laughs> that Nelson brought
1: on the show. <laughs> and, yeah. I wasn't ready. Um...
0: <laughs> okay yo they said it looked like the thing that they have re- the capsule like, yes
1: <sighs> all right i don't want to go too after dark but i have so many questions like so many questions oh. so
0: <laughs> and like i know in, like, in years past like people have brought those toys onto the show and and but it's just I've never heard of a guy bring one of those on the
1: show. And I'm not judging Nelson and what he likes, like whatever floats your boat, Sweepy. But um I'm confused because he then joked that he said he wanted it back. That's disgusting. Okay. <laughs> like get a get a get a new one at that point. If you left it in the house, it's gonna stay there. But I I was thrown off. I'm not gonna lie. Because they were like, oh, Nelson had a toy. I'm thinking, oh, they're trying to be funny. Like, maybe he brought, you know, like, a, you know, whatever. And then they were like, no, it looked like a capsule. So then I started to do some math. <laughs> and I was just like, whoa, okay. Like, Nelson, I mean, and disclosure <laughs> behind the scenes, Nelson does have an OnlyFans out there. Um, and, um... I may or may not have saw the Reddit photos, like the leaked photos. It's a lot, okay? So I'm already Nelson out. Every time I see Nelson, I can't unsee Nelson. I'm just say that. <laughs> so hearing this, it just really like put me in a spin because <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, like this is a lot.
0: <laughs> and we'll leave it right there. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll leave it
1: there.
0: Um, and then we... Going to Leroy's basically farewell because um, now that it's out that this was his last season, um, Brennan asks, like, is this, are you really, really done? I forgot Brennan recently retired too, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. It's not like
1: he's been retired, but maybe that's just in my head, and I haven't watched football in about five years, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, um, they showed the progression of, like, Leroy from real world. Um, his debut on there, and then his debut on the challenge, and then his career, um, as such. And as well as what's been your favorite Leroy moment throughout his career?
1: It might have to be from the real world because I'm trying to think back on like challenge moments. Um, and Leroy was just fun. Like Leroy always just was very lighthearted. He was very fun, and he wasn't. I don't. I don't want this not sound bad, but you know some. People of our color can have an edit and, or come across a little strong. I feel like Leroy was just very himself at all times. And I just remember early on in the real world season when, you know, they were just doing adventures, like they were going out, they were ziplining across in whatever hotel that is in Vegas where they have the zipline, like things like that was just fun. And so seeing Leroy progress from that to, which was like a young adult to a man owning a business and, you know, having a family and kind of settling down. I think that, excuse me, it's just great to see how uh, he's progressed. I just feel like he's come far. And it's so crazy to see, like, this man literally grew up, like, in front of our eyes. Uh, and it wasn't, it, it doesn't seem that long, but it, it's been a long time. It's been 12 years, 10 years. Like, it's a long time for uh, someone's life. So, yeah. He looked like a baby in that in that first clip. I was like, "Whoa!" And, and that—that's the Leroy I remember. Like he was like young. I think he was I maybe mean, what twenty-one. Um, it just super young, super just open to life and whatever it brought to him. And I just would—I'm gonna always remember Leroy in that way.
0: The one moment that sticks out for me with Leroy is when—it's a bad moment. But it was in, in, within the game, <laughs> but Veronica throwing the burn vote on him. Like, that's just a moment that really sticks out to me because zero was so blindsided and he felt type of way justified of plea, <laughs> And I was like, and that yeah. show, like how burn votes can really change the way the rest of like the season kind of goes. Because like now somebody out for whatever reason because of a throwaway vote. Um, and then they showed the the cast giving like their thoughts about Leroy and just congratulating him. And Daryl just had me cracking up in that whole thing.
1: he <laughs> <And laughs> pulled like- out the medals. He <laughs> was like, "You got to come back and get some <laughs> hardware, brother." <laughs> like Daryl is just funny. He's just naturally just fun. Like, yeah, I enjoyed that.
0: All the guys were like, "Oh, like thanks for shaping up my hair." Um. Every time now, I wonder who's gonna be cutting hair now
1: in the house. They're gonna have to figure it out. Somebody may—I don't know— whoever they're gonna bring in, because they're bringing in a whole bunch of new people. Maybe somebody in there knows how to cut hair. But I—I think things, little quirks like that, like we that we really don't get to see. Sometimes we did see the season, but like little quirks like that, it's just like, listen, this is what this person brought to not only just the show, but to these people, because ultimately these people are living together for about. Two months you know they're in the same space with each other you you're gonna have to kind of you know commune with each other ultimately. That's something that leroy brought which is what's his skills and cutting hair which is very useful. I'm yeah. not gonna lie because they're they're doing interviews in between, they need to be you know kept <laughs> so I'm gonna miss Leroy,
0: yeah, same he was such a breath of fresh air, like could we get different personalities every season, always with leroy, he was always just happy go lucky and just ready for anything um and he wore his heart on the shoulder which i applaud and yeah I mean, it's going to be different um not having him on the show anymore because like in my time it was like watching the show I've um, like i was i think i was more than introduced to him after he came back on like the season with veronica and then my future season that one was but that was my first introduction to him and i was like well this guy is actually cold and the only downside is him being close to Brennan's, but that's and it's neither here yeah. nor there.
1: I mean, we ha- all have our flaws. That's uh, what just say We all yeah. have our flaws. We're not all perfect.
0: Yeah. It's be really different not seeing him on the show. But Kim said, hey, I'm still going to be doing these. So y'all going to still see me because Brennan asked, are you also not going to be coming back? I'm like, she's like, I'll be coming back. I'll just be doing his thing with his business and I'll just be on here trying to bring us home some money.
1: I love that. Love that. Yeah, We love to see
0: it. Like Seeing their progression as a, as a couple on the show has been so great to see.
1: That was basically the whole reunion. <laughs> it was. We finally have gotten to the end of the show. Ooh, what finally. a surprise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so overall, I know we kind of gave, like, our thoughts about, like, the season um, after the final. But what do you think the challenge should do moving forward with the casting? Because, like, we've talked about a lot of, like, the flaws. Just like, the casting and, like, things that we want to see more from the
1: show as, like, they move forward. So my issue with the challenge is I had fallen off for a couple of years or maybe the last three years I want to say because they were bringing in so many people from outside shows that I had no clue who they were so a lot of once they started bringing like are you the one people on the show I was like all right I only watched are you the one for so long that I then I stopped knowing who people were I was like all right this is a little strange then they started bringing UK people on and big brother people I'm just like who the fuck are these people like who is the casting director for this and you know next season it may be more of the same thing and so I wish that they would I wouldn't say cast people that just we know but give kind of a an an arc that we can care about I feel like they're just literally grabbing people from whoever and wherever and they're just like all right come on like you know quarantine and join the show and it's like No, because I don't want to watch this. Like, who is this? Like, I have no connection to this person. And even if I didn't know the person, like, who the fuck are they, number one? And what's their arc on the show? Like, what are they going to bring? I feel like a lot of people who are coming on the show now don't have experience in the challenge, are not like, you know, crazy, like athletic and and doing all these different things. It's just like, it's more of a mixed bag of personalities, which I just don't feel like that's the show. And that wasn't the show. It was literally people that were on the real world that we saw and it just trickled down from there. And then from all the other pipeline shows. But again, I think the, the biggest issue is casting. Like they just need to cast better. And I don't know what the twist is going to be, but just don't make it so blatant that production is stepping in to make it what they want. Like, I shouldn't have to sit and and watch a show and and realize that the shit is rigged, that the shit isn't equal, that the sh- it's just like all right, like I know that happens in real life, but damn, I don't want to see it on my TV too. Like kind of make it interesting, kind of make it like a competition, I don't know. You know, like it's just there's a couple of issues with the show in general. I just wish that next season and it's it already has started off shitty I'm not gonna lie from what I've been seeing and reading and what you've been sending me it's just like I don't like this but um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens uh with this show
0: yeah but like I'm like I've mentioned this a lot like I came in on Rival Street and that was when Cheyenne and Devin and Nelson and Amanda came on that was their first season on The Challenge. And their part of the R1 crop that they were trying to start bringing on. There are people that from that were from R1 that were all in, like, previous seasons. But I was excited to see, like, those faces on there and mixing in with the real-world, world-world people because it's part of the MTV family. And then when they opened it up to the CBS people and the Big Brother people. I was like, uh, I don't know, but... No, the only good part of them opening up to Big Brother was that we got Dave on it. <laughs> and,
1: like that's the only you were gonna say that? Well,
0: <laughs> so if it wasn't for them opening it up to Big Brother, we wouldn't have gotten Dave And Davon has big gold on TV. She's like probably the only like shining part of them opening up to Big Brother. But aside from that, like at the time, like I didn't watch any like UK shows when like Kyle and them came on and I'm like, I don't know these people and then now that I know some people like now from UK I'm like cool but I don't know what they're gonna bring because some of these people that they even take from Love Island some of them they're only on the show for a couple of days and then they dip like some of these people they get from like those shows they can be irrelevant at times granted over in the UK the reality TV scene is a little bit different because they're more held as Celebrities rather than some of the reality stars that we have in the U.S. Like they're they have like more followers than the more clout or whatever out over there. So it's very different. So when they come over here, like even like Green Gabby, like she came over here, she didn't promote the show. Like they have they can do whatever they want. and Like okay, cool, but it's not helping the product grow. Like if y'all want this to grow. Y'all need to make you more investing in the products that you guys already have. And thank people from, like, the crowd that you guys had, that you guys originally had from MTV. Like, we haven't seen anybody else, the one, aside from Amber M. which there could have been other people aside from her that, that could have been on the show who actually could compete. But that's neither here nor there. Like, she somehow got on the show. But other shows that have... People that are coming on, especially at this newer season, I don't know who the people are. Um, but it's going to be a task for us <laughs> next season. Yes, Because if this- you
1: thought I didn't know some of these people now, listen, some of these people that are coming up, I have no clue who they are. <laughs> yeah. At all, I wish that they would do like a, a crossover, like a challenge versus Survivor season, because mm-hmm. they're bringing a lot of people from Survivor over, which is fine because Survivor is a great show in its own right and it has its great competition and all, all that stuff. I kind of wish they could they would do that, like something where they would have like challenge slash, I guess road rules people, or bring like road rules, something where they can like breed new people to bring onto the challenge and not just bring people from outside places, like still have the pipeline in where it's from an MTV show so I mean, whether you bring back Are You The One, I don't really know because I, I, I stopped watching that show at some point. But even if it's bringing back Are You The One and using some of those cast members or bringing back The Real World and using some of those cast members or, you know, bringing back Road Rules or The Gauntlet, something where they're bringing people that can cast in that arena to bring onto the challenge rather than just random folks. One person was from fucking America's Got Talent and the nigga was singing. Like, bro, this, this, this don't make no sense it don't
0: make no sense yeah also please figure out y'all's budgets because we don't want to do the same damn challenges every freaking season um y'all have a budget use it because we literally fall in the final redos of some of the challenges from the season and i'm like okay like
1: quit, quit spending it. the budget and stop trying to be fast and the furious and james bond movies and blowing up explosions stop wasting the budget on that and and bring it the budget onto other fucking challenges that they can do like i get that it was quarantine and they they were in a pandemic as we still are in but it was like bro this is some lazy shit this is some real lazy shit it wasn't even remixed well it was just like all right this is the same shit y'all there earlier yeah run that back like what
0: yeah, because, like, the capsule challenge, like, it, I don't think it really works with a small group of people. It doesn't. So, like, right. that could have been cut and y'all could have done something else. Like, it shouldn't have been that. And y'all had so many puzzles. Y'all didn't need so many puzzles. So, production, casting, y'all got some fixing to do. And I know y'all are already filming. They're, most of y'all have not been following The next season started filming, and then they stopped. They're back filming now, so I hope y'all got y'all shit together, um, because this ain't looking great. And I'm like, I don't know how much longer I can watch this show, because y'all are getting out of hand. (laughs) So. (laughs) And also, get y'all editor scripts together, too, because y'all be editing some weird stuff, and I don't like it.
1: Yeah. I don't know if y'all if y'all need uh you know some kind of um help you know call us we're available yeah oh, four um,
0: feet. yes um pay pay creators okay yeah we, we're
1: not free <laughs> we're we're not freelancers <laughs> we're you know you call us okay just just checking
0: so yeah that was um 100 years of double agents so glad to see y'all go.
1: I would start singing Voice to men, but I I can't even muster up the strength to do it because it's not even worth it. Like y'all don't even y'all don't even deserve this baritone voice I'm about to give y'all. So we're done with this season of the challenge. We are closing the chapter, putting this in the books. The book is going in the garbage, but. We're putting this in the books. <laughs> this was our first season of doing this um, together. So that's probably the only upside of this shit. <laughs> and we are going to try to continue to um, go through old seasons of the challenge. We do have uh, some other things coming up. And then we still have the challenge All Stars that are airing now. Although that season is almost over. um, We're still yeah. going to be reviewing that season and, you know, bringing you guys more content of this show it's really a never-ending thing as much as we shit on this show this show in this season particular you know we still love the show I mean I still love the show it's just that this season it was just not giving us anything it was it was just really not great so we're gonna try our very best to kind of sound a little bit more excited uh, at the old stuff I feel like the old drama is gonna you know bring a little bit more like it has a little bit more meat to those bones yeah. Than this dry ass shit that we had. This was very much dry turkey. We got freaking like oxtails waiting for us. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> With that being said, do we have any tweets for the week?
0: No, we don't. Um, okay, cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> We're gonna wrap it the fuck up. We're gonna wrap it up right here. Um and. Still follow us on our Twitter page at Dual Alliance Pod and use the hashtag Dual Alliance CH if you're watching any old season of the challenge or if you're watching All-Stars or if you're now catching up on Double Agents, you can just use that hashtag so we can see the tweets, follow our page, and hit us up on our socials.
0: Follow us at Mason Hines and at Ace underscore S5 and let us know what y'all think of the show and um, if there any feedback y'all? want to give us we are open to it as well um and we just want to help grow our little community we're trying to build a community um we just need y'all to interact and show us love period (laughs) 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 um and it's also i just want to say it's been fun um doing this season if you so far um we there's so much more ahead that we have to go but this was so much fun um uh, it's been fun having someone else to talk about the show with because I just people, I used to just be watching the show and just going on Twitter and just seeing the stands because that's where I, <laughs> I live. I just follow it and just follow what the stand is saying. But it's been fun, like, actually having someone in real life to <laughs> talk to about the show with. Uh, yeah. so
1: it's been fun. I really, I believe. Really no, I, I think I, I, that was probably the best part was just being able to talk and just, you know, have someone to bounce these thoughts off of because it was just like, Bro, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Like, I don't know if you know, certain things. So that was definitely a highlight of it. And it's us just doing this together. Like, I just feel like honestly, people are just listening to us talk our yeah. shit. Like <laughs> we <laughs> we just be talking, okay? We just be chatting sometimes. But that's just pretty much what this is. It's just you guys listening into us and our thoughts on the show. And we'll continue to bring more. So just keep a lookout. Yeah. Thank this you guys is- for listening so far.
0: Yeah, this has been the shits and giggles of the challenge commentary. Cause this yeah. is what y'all
1: are getting from us. We're not, we're not those other podcasts. We're not giving like expert analysis and most of the shit. Like, listen, nobody got time for that. Y'all want to hear that shit. Y'all come here for the real shit. That's it.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you get me uh trying to reach a little bit, <laughs> but it's just to uh, try and keep my thoughts going. So um yeah. <laughs> With that, um, we, bet we will bid y'all Um, We'll catch you guys for this week's All Stars episode as well. So, um, yeah, we'll catch you guys later.
1: Thank you guys for listening. Bye.